1: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
0: It's the Nerdist Podcast number 527. Hello, Portland, Oregon. Uh, I will be in you in a couple of weeks, June 12th, 13th, and 14th at Helium. Go uh, go to the internets and uh, get some tickets because I think there's a handful left. So come on out. I'm doing five shows. It Should be fun. I would like to see you in Portland, and then we'll all go get uh, donuts, and then you can tell me that whatever donut I got was not the best donut in Portland, and that I'm a tourist. (laughs) I love you, you adorable hipster donut snobs. So uh, I'll see you there in a couple weeks. This episode is brought to you by NatureBox.com. NatureBox is a subscription service. They're going to deliver healthy, delicious snacks on a monthly basis right to your doorstep for free. Each bag is full-size, three to five servings of snacks, and uh, these are not crap snacks. These are good, delicious snacks that you can feel healthy about and you can be positive about, and you don't have to beat yourself up (laughs) for wanting to snack on them. It's better to kind of plan this stuff out so you know what you're getting. There's no high-fructose corn syrup, no trans fats, there's no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors, just delicious, healthy snacks delivered right to your door. And hey, you Nerdist podcast listener, you're gonna get 50 percent off your first box. It's only ten bucks for your first box if you visit naturebox.com/nerdist. All in lowercase. Uh, we'll be case sensitive, so make sure and visit that uh, visit that URL and sign up. NatureBox, healthy snacks to your door, almost directly in your mouth. I don't know if I don't know if you can get your postal carrier to do that, but who knows? Maybe you're close. Um, but with the exception of putting it directly in your mouth, they are really helping you take control of your snacking and put healthy things into your body. I'd like to thank them for supporting this episode of the Nerds Podcast, which is Jamie King, who is uh, wonderful and brilliant and uh, super cool. I've known Jamie for a little while. Um, Jamie and her husband, Kyle, uh, we see each other around from time to time. They're good people. There's some people that you just you go, ow. Oh. This is, this is the downside to working so much is that I'm, just, I'm not as social as I want to be. But I guess, again, this is what's great about having the podcast is that you actually get to hang out with people that you don't normally get to hang out with. Um, so Jamie is uh, promoting Star Wars Clone Wars, which is on Netflix, and Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, in theaters August 22nd. So here we go, Nerdist Podcast number 527 with Jamie King. Now entering Nerdist.com. Good. What's been going on? I, I mean, we're we're pals, but I haven't caught up with you in so long. I
1: know it's been forever. I blame me. Let's blame each other.
0: Okay. How the, could you we'll do meet this to me? in the middle. Me. How could you do this to <laughs> just me? Just do this oh just, my oh god. <laughs> what's what uh, What's been going on? Catch me up.
1: Well, I just wrapped Heart of Dixie season three. I had a Baby. During that time, I was pregnant. What? Worked until the day before I gave birth. Had six weeks off and went back to work.
0: Oh <laughs> it's god. been
1: and just wrapped. So it's been like the craziest, busiest year of my
0: life. So you were working with a newborn baby. Yeah. So that's probably really easy to do, right?
1: Oh my god. I mean, for
0: anyone who doesn't.
1: Yeah. So easy. It's the easiest thing in the whole world. And my husband was gone, by the way, for five months. So what? it was like next level. Like where was he? He was shooting uh, a film called Barely Lethal. Nice. So you know.
0: Well, uh, you know, I have a new puppy, so it's probably really similar, Wait, is right? that your puppy? Yeah, that was my puppy that you just that saw. Y- I
1: didn't realize that was your yeah, puppy. It
0: was my puppy. Yeah, I brought her, brought her to work. Where did you get her? It was she was a rescue. Someone um, someone rescued a pregnant dog from a shelter, um, and then she had puppies a couple of days later. So we were we had been combing all of these um, you know rescue websites and. You know, we found this, like, husky golden retriever mix, and um, she was friggin' adorable. She's so, so cute. She's got the one blue eye and the one brown eye. Oh, my eye.
1: God. So soft. Yeah.
0: So it's exactly the same. It We're going exactly through exactly the same, exactly thing, the same right? thing. Teething, yeah. I mean, too, probably. Dog, the worst. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't let the dog suckle up my teats, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just
0: feel like it's, I understand yeah yeah I just want to have the experience I know, you know just
1: connecting the bond I just, just want to bond I yes. want her
0: to bond with me um, it's
1: very nutritious it's like the new way to take care of puppies <laughs>
0: Nothing's comes out though so she just basically like just I've, give, it time, wh- give it time
1: what? that's all I have I to do? there's puppy lactation consult <laughs> just after a while can you imagine that's so <laughs> disgusting yeah I can't imagine because there are stores in Los
0: Angeles that are like there are nicer dog stores in Los Angeles than like a lot of the restaurants here oh
1: my god I know it's like all raw vegan like yeah. uh, like oh god the, the food that they have for dogs now is next level it's crazy my
0: dog prefers the paleo diet <laughs> my dog wants to eat raw because that's raw how dogs paleo are raw diet yeah, no, guys. More, no wheat no gluten day-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we take our dog to all the vegan restaurants and just get her a lot of plant based materials well
1: you know what she'll live longer
0: she will and she'll be happier and her farts will be awful <laughs> <laughs> She's, uh, she's doing great, though. She's only about 10 weeks old. But let's talk about your baby.
1: <laughs> I'm so sleep-deprived. I'm, like, <laughs> literally, like... I'm literally hallucinating. I realize that there's now, like, a 10-second delay to everything that I say in life. Because it's, like, by the time I hear something and then my brain catches up with it, it's, like... I realize it's been, like, 10 seconds later.
0: I so understand what you're talking about. Because I... Again... Having a baby, way more intense than having a You can't just leave a baby. You can't crate train a baby. You can't. Uh, well, you shouldn't.
1: No, you shouldn't. That'd probably be really but bad.
0: There are days because my days are really long and I come home and then at night, you know, like sometimes she'll cry at night and so yeah. you're up, you know. I don't have to get up and, and you know, but um, there are some days where I feel like my brain is set very far at the back of my skull and in front of my brain do you remember the movie The Others with Nicole Kidman
1: yes of course okay I love that movie so
0: when you're starting to realize like there's some weird ghosty shit happening I don't know what it is and she spoiler alert and she leaves the castle or she leaves the house and it just gets all cloudy out in the woods. Yes. And she just doesn't know where the fuck she is. Yes. That's, I That's feel my brain. like the description of my brain I feel, I, my I feel brain like right my now. brain is Nicole Kidman wandering in the foggy woods. Okay, I
1: don't feel so alone.
0: And I don't... And there are days where I can't... Like, I forget, like, the uh, uh, dog. That's the word I'm looking for. I know. Like,
1: I, I know. But when Kyle started doing that to me last night, I'll, I'll start a sentence. He'll be like, and the... Because I'll start something and I can't finish it because I just go off and it's never, like... Another etheric world of I don't know tiredness. Do I? I think I have mommy brain. You do have mommy brain.
0: Oh my god! I think I have a baby somewhere.
1: (laughs) I had a baby and I'm so busy I didn't even realize it.
0: What is your uh, What is the gender of this child?
1: A boy. Little boy. James Knight Newman.
0: Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, that's a good solid dude name. It is. James Newman.
1: It's not, like, too weird, cookie, Hollywood. I don't want to, like, name him anything, like, super weird, you know? Because I feel like Candle. lots of actors do His that. His name is
0: Candle Newman. And then they,
1: they don't think about, like, when they have to grow up. And, yeah.
0: No, it's nice not to... I mean, it's one thing to have a sort of a unique, oh, this means that I'm different. But, you know, when you're a kid and you're, like, 12 years old, you don't fucking want that.
1: No. No, you don't.
0: You don't want people, like, please, but stop... I know my name's Apple. Please just stop.
1: I know. Apple's the one that people always go to.
0: Because <laughs> that's the one that I can think of. But yeah. then again, I'm very good friends with the Zappas, and I can't picture Moon or Dweezil or Amit or Diva being no, anything else. No, that's perfect for them. Yeah. It's
1: totally perfect for them. But as, and you're right.
0: But I guess if you're raised by Frank Zappa, that's different. It is. It's totally different. Because everyone's like, oh, well, you're a Zappa. Exactly. So this all it's contextually self-explanatory. Yeah. But you're probably, these kids are probably going to go to a regular, your kids are going to go to a regular school, and...
1: Yes, it'll probably, well, I mean, I don't know, it depends on, sometimes I think about homeschooling them, sometimes, it's just so strange, because I didn't grow up in Los Angeles, and it's, I I come from the Midwest, so it's just, like, pr- the whole private school thing freaks me out, and, like, you just spend this crazy money to get some sort of, like, relatively, like, decent education for your child, and I feel like... Concerning that what I had to worry about in school, which was like, oh, I don't have the Esprit top or like the guest jeans. Yeah. Like, here is like, oh, my parents fly private and like, you know what I mean? It's like just the Do you level. Think James is going to worry
0: about the Esprit top. I don't think he's going to worry about
1: it. Well, I don't think. Does Esprit exist anymore? I don't know.
0: What happened to Esprit? And then. Uh, wait, wait.
1: It's what so happened ugly. to Hypercolor? Do you remember Hypercolor? No. What is that? The oh, Hypercolor is that where you Those put epic your hands on your that were so disgusting when you think about it, Whenever you got hot, it would change to a different color. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, They're still maybe, maybe they'll have, you know, like a press boom. And Look up structure. Do they still exist? Structure. <laughs> we can get them a nice silk-washed A silk-washed
0: paisley tie oh my God, from the 90s. Do you remember that?
1: Those were amazing. And
0: some suspenders.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it should be attached to like a limited express, right? Uh, that, didn't they share storefronts? That's what I remember, at least. An express. You and could a structure. get your silk shirt with your like ribbed tunic from express. Do you yeah, remember
0: that's, these? that's all you're going to
1: do. They're the best. Uh,
0: I think James Knight is perfect because then if he wants an offbeat name, then he can go by Knight. Yeah, like to. Jedi Knight. Yeah. Or J Knight Shyamalan.
1: Or J Knight J- Shyamalan.
0: Shamanaman. Or he can go by Jim and Knight when he goes back home. <laughs> hey
1: Jim and Knight. Hey J K. <laughs> My husband was so concerned about like what his name could be turned into that that was like a big factor in naming him at all. He's like, I don't want to be called like he would take every single name, and I was like, nobody in. in- on like the entire plane would ever think to call your kid like turn this name into that name, you know what I mean? Just like weird dad. He's already thinking concerns. Too- that that that's that's
0: people in the internet age of already trying to game how they're going to get trolled.
1: No, it's true. Like though. we can't
0: name this thing this because they'll be like talking shit night or whatever. Like yeah. they they'll just put some shitty thing in there. It's
1: crazy when you think about like thank God we don't have really any sort of online history because of our parents. Yeah, I started really tripping out about that when I was pregnant, thinking about like, oh well, my mom didn't have like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, like like my whole youth isn't necessarily like out there for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. And so then you have a kid now, and you're like, how much do I want to document of him? Like, do you don't want to embarrass him because what? Like everything, like his whole history is now like there. And
0: it totally takes away the ability to have like family slideshow night where everyone's it embarrassed. does. Like- you
1: can't really embarrass.
0: That's, that's all it's all gone. The Those same. days are gone. Yeah, just take as many embarrassing pictures as possible, and then but don't post them and reserve them. Yeah, just reserve For them. Prom like, night. if you misbehave, this is, I'm going to <laughs> put this on the <laughs> on, social on, media on of the Instagram. day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or whatever it is by the you know in 10, 12 yes. years or whatever. Uh, I can
1: only imagine.
0: So, what part of the Midwest did you grow up in?
1: Nebraska. You're from Nebraska. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I've ever even performed there. I've, I, I hear Lincoln's a pretty cool town.
1: Lincoln's awesome. Omaha's. Awesome. I'm surprised that you haven't performed there.
0: I am too. Actually, I have. You performed in that
1: little town outside of Austin when we went to see you.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was. Uh, um, what was? What were you shooting down? What were you shooting down there? At the my time? generation. you shoot my. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I was. I performed at um, uh, Cap City.
1: Yes. Just on
0: just. It's in Austin, but just a little. But out on the Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. That was really nice to see you guys. That was fun because I didn't really know you guys that well. We had just met on Attack of the Show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but I, I knew who you were. I had already I knew who you were, uh, and it's funny I, when I interviewed you on Attack, I listed all of your I listed all the things you do, and as soon as I said and model, and you were like, Ugh. like
1: oh god,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said you know like actor, writer, there's a model, and you were like, Ugh. like and, and it was so. <laughs> It sort of felt like you didn't even realize it came out. But no, some, I didn't,
1: actually didn't remember some, even Something about that, it was that's...
0: just like, ugh, don't say that one. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like when people are like, oh, a host of Singled Out. Ugh, oh, please. Uh, <laughs> no, I, no, come on. That was the 90s. You, please, guys.
1: It was the 90s. Was <laughs> it really the 90s? It wasn't. For 90s. me, it was the 90s, yeah. Really? Starting in the 90s.
0: How old were you when you started doing that? 13. And how does, a, how does someone from Nebraska in a pre-social media world get discovered to then go off and be a model?
1: I... Was this well, I think it's the way that it started was I was really obsessed with films and photography when I was a kid, so um, I, I had to figure out some way that I could end up doing that. you know and so I would read a lot of magazines and read a lot of photo books and watch a lot of movies, and, and I, was, I was constantly trying to figure out how does a kid from like a small town get anywhere big? And I remember reading in the newspaper that there was a modeling school. A modeling school where how agents shady? from all over the world come and meet you. I'm and then, from Milan. I have come to And Nebraska. then you get to go to like a big city. Uh-huh. And so I begged my parents to let me go to this modeling school. And lo and behold, I met someone who was a huge agent from New York. A real and agent. And a real agent, like a proper real agent with one of the best agencies out there. And that's how I ended up in New York. And here I am. Now, that doesn't feel like
0: it normally works out that way. Usually no. that feels super scammy when they're like, come and pay to be oh, seen. So absolutely.
1: Absolutely, and you—I learned like how to walk with books on my head, and like etiquette, and how to file your nails properly. Like the weirdest, craziest, like Amy Vanderbilt's book of etiquette, along with <laughs> modeling tips. And but you know what? It did one of those things.
0: Any of it seemed shady, or did it all seem?
1: I uh, didn't care. Okay. Because all I didn't know the difference. All I wanted to do was just get out of where I wanted other opportunities, and I knew that from a, a really young age. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about how like kids are like born knowing what they, it is that they want to do, but so I think that we really are. So you just
0: went right to New York at like 13 years old?
1: I went to Miami, and then um, Miami went back home, and then went to New York, and as soon as I went to New York, um, one of my first shoots was with this photographer named Stephen Klein, who's this amazing photographer for this magazine called Visionaire, and then I shot for Vogue after that and Harper's Bazaar, and I started shooting all of these big shoots, And then when I went to go back to school, the agency basically said to my family, she's doing really well.
0: We own her now.
1: We we can, you know, she can stay here and work here and have a career or she can, you know, go back to school and just do that thing. And my, you know, I was lucky to have parents that supported me and knew that I did really well in school. So I did correspondence courses and, and did both. It was a brave thing. I was thinking about my mom allowing me to do something like that. And it was just. I mean, without her, there's no way that... Now that
0: you're a parent, can you imagine letting your child do that?
1: That's what I was talking to my mom about, just, like, how she had the, the vision. Because she was very strict and very disciplined. So the idea that she let me have a different kind of a life than how we were actually raised was very wild to me that I think mothers just know there's just an intuition that they have and I'm just very grateful I I don't know how how she did it like I I can barely leave my kid for like an hour without wondering he's always on my mind no matter what he's always on my mind
0: I mean it's a pretty incredible story that you turned out totally cool and normal that (laughs) you, you could have been like You could have been dead by 17.
1: During that time, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And that was like pre-Giuliani, like New York. It was like, New York was still gangster. It was still like you, like the East Village was not like a cool hit place where you went to get coffee. It was like thugged out, like crack city like, shady clubs, you know what I mean? There was not, and we and I didn't have money, like, no money. I was living off of, like, I would get Sicilian uh, Sicilian slice of pizza because it was, like, really thick bread, so that would, like, sustain me throughout the day because I only had, like, $100 <laughs> to live on for the entire week. Oh, my God. And so I would have to decide whether I wanted to walk, like, 60 blocks to, like, a casting, like, in the freezing cold, or if I wanted to actually, like, spend my money on a train. Or It was, like, so different then. There was no GPS. You were staying on the corner with your map, and, like, it was just so... It was very, very. We very already different. sound
0: old timey, like we, we are. Sound- old timey. There was no GPS, but you know
1: what? There was a. We are at a weird. We're in a weird generation where we had like the Dewey Decimal System, and we had like you know to go in and look up books or whatever, and we, Google wasn't necessarily at our fingertips. So we remember that time, but now we're also part of like the whole internet era. And the kids that are growing up now will never know what that was like to have to memorize phone numbers and, like, no. you know, use a pay phone or, like... I mean, essentially,
0: the, your phone is an external hard drive. Yeah. And not only is it an external hard drive, it basically it, it stores everything, all information. And you really don't... I mean, do you know, do you know your husband's phone number off yeah. the top of your head? Okay, you do. Yeah. do you, know, you obviously know your parents' phone number. Are there other phone numbers that you're like, I should remember that one, but I always just hit it on speed dial?
1: All of them, basically, except for my home <laughs> phone number and my husband's number and one of my friends' number. My family. That's baby's it. got
0: a cell phone already, right? Of course. you got to start him early.
1: In, in his brain. In his brain. A that, chip. That kid. It's a new option at Cedars, just to let him know.
0: <laughs> 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 they put a chip in the baby's brain. Do you want the chip option? One day,
1: it's going to be that. It's going to be like you're going into labor. They're like, would you like the chip or would you not like the chip? And then
0: one day, they'll just insert it in a strand of DNA, like oh, as... Crazy. As it's... Yeah. Or it'll be a, or it'll be some type of special um, biotech device that sort of like, imagine it's something that fits over a man's penis like a condom, but it has material in it that implants itself in the egg when it fertilizes, and basically just creates this cybernetic organism. Guys, this is gonna gonna happen. It's gonna happen.
1: My husband told me the other day, he's like, do you know, how how many years, he was like, 30 years, 90% of all novels will be written by computers. And I was like, oh, my God, the world is coming to an end. What are you reading? It's it's just going
0: to be different. Just let it happen, Jamie. Just let it happen. (laughs) <laughs> Your husband's a really smart guy, by the way. He is really smart. He's really, really cool. He I mean, is. I'm sure people know that he's a director. Is there, did you guys meet working? Did you meet working together? Yeah,
1: we met um, on his movie Fanboys. Yeah. Which, if anybody loves Star Wars, it's about kids that are obsessed with Star Wars that go on a road trip to break into Skywalker Ranch to uh, see the newest episode before he passes away, the lead character. So that's and, what
0: I met and you and met and immediately were like weird this is
1: no actually I'm like the together. one weird person in Hollywood that has a rule that I will not date anybody that I'm working with because I never like the idea of like going to set dating someone or hooking up with someone and then like the next day something happens and you have to go back and finish a movie with them and you ruin the entire project because you were like couldn't keep it in your pants like <laughs> like to me like coming from Omaha that it's that kind of thing that like real sure. like like worker thing like I have to like really kind of not mess things up or I'm going to be sent back home <laughs> that feeling um, I saw, I, I, I hadn't ever met him before doing the movie. Harvey Weinstein had asked me at a Globes party if I would go. He's like, there's this amazing young director. He's awesome. You have, and you're doing this movie. We you just do a cameo? And I'm like, sure, sure, sure. I agreed. And I thought that he was probably just drunk or it was just like another one of those Hollywood things. So yep. I said yes to it and then forgot about it. And then on Monday, the script came to my door and I had already agreed to it and I hadn't read it. I didn't know what it was about or anything about the filmmaker, but I had, you know, committed, and so I actually had to pick apart like a cameo and go down there and do it. And I remember walking onto the set and seeing uh, the back of my husband, and he had a sweatshirt, and it just said "New York, I am your father" with the Vader chest plate, and I was like, "Whoever the fuck that guy, is? Ooh, whoever, that, whoever the heck that guy," is, I was just like, "Whoa!" You can talk the applause. like. I was really, I was into so that. So as you're
0: reading the script, you're like. Mm. I feel like I'm gonna have this guy's baby. Soon. I mean, <laughs> I've made some But notes. I did
1: not hook up with him. I didn't even like speak to him. Probably I I spoke to him on the film, and then we re met six months later, and then that was that.
0: It's funny because uh, I'm I'm Southern, and so there's that that I don't know where the phrase originated from, but I did I do remember hearing it a lot in the South. of People are like the, the 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 analogous phrase for "don't fuck people at work" is "don't ch- don't shit
1: where you eat." Yes, exactly. And I always felt
0: like. Is that really an appropriate analogy to making love to someone? Don't shit where you eat. Don't shit all over a person where you like – Or it just, does
1: it mean like don't shit where you eat, shit where you eat, meaning like that's the place that gives you money where you can buy food to put on your table, so don't shit on the, well, it's the just, hand that beats it's you? It's sort of like
0: when you're training a dog. A dog will not shit where it eats. Because that's unsanitary. really because
1: I'm. I, I'm pretty sure my dog probably had a <laughs> shab of where he eats. Well, our puppy and he eats his own. My other dog was eating her own vomit yesterday. So, oh, like you know, all the time. I believe that's so called that emetaphasia. metaphasia.
0: <laughs> that's what that's, that's the scientific term I believe is a metaphasia is it, yeah.
1: is it is, are they actually embarrassed do they p- throw up and get embar- <laughs> so like puppy embarrassment <laughs> and up. like <laughs> don't <laughs> want <while you laughs> to see <laughs> it like what is at that at me. what <laughs> makes <laughs> them <laughs> want to <laughs> eat their own yeah, vomit they just that's sit back, what I want to know they just sit
0: back like Winnie the Pooh with a jar of honey and just scoop it in stop looking at me Stop looking at me. Yeah, they're horribly dogs get embarrassed very <laughs> but easily. What is it? They're not dogs don't get embarrassed at all because Are you li- sure? Really? I'm positive. Do you
1: really really think? I'm positive. Honestly. They don't. I, I think, don't know. I think they're much smarter than we actually. I think get they pediport. just don't
0: I think they don't they just see food and they don't understand they just smell it and they don't know that. They're just, they don't even realize that they threw it up. They're just like, blah, hey, look, food. Like, they don't know. Really? Or it's like, if you're not going anywhere. Get uh, back clearly, in there.
1: Clearly, I put so much more onto my dog's emotions than maybe actually exists. That could
0: be more of a reflection of, like, of if you threw up, you, would they're... you eat it to be like, complete don't, oh, I'm <laughs> no. so sorry. Okay. Because, like, a, that life
1: is a mirror, <laughs> you know? Maybe I should go home and take a look at that. Well,
0: so many people, when they have pets, you know, they're always like, oh, she's, um, She's just feeling very shy. Right?
1: I am that person. I'm totally that person. Or Are I'm you like, sure she is? My dog you're... is actually a terrorist. My what? My dog is like a, a an audio terrorist. You come into my house and I'm like... <laughs> it's like The Walking Dead. like what, like And when a zombie is like eating something. Oh, I should come
0: over and do an after it's, show it's, for it's, your dogs. I
1: mean, yeah, it's bad.
0: Because Laika will basically pee and then just like flop in it. Like she just doesn't really... She's... I've never had a girl dog before. And a boy dog, you can predict, like, oh, the leg's going up. But a girl dog is just, blah. It's just like... The, the, just comes the, out. The the bomb, yeah, the bomb shoots open. It's just like... <laughs> and, you, and you're just like, oh, oh, fuck, come on. Really? I didn't even have a chance.
1: You didn't give me a chance.
0: So it's... And then she just...
1: And I'm like, do you have wood floors or carpet
0: in We have wood floors. So it, it, oh, yeah. she's basically she just gets a bath every day because yeah. she's just this adorable little piss-soaked husky <laughs> mix who just doesn't know any better, you know? She's so cute. Yeah, my girlfriend doesn't even care. She'll just pick her up and, you know, like, oh, That's she cute. That's what peed. it's like
1: with a kid now. Like, you have sh- shit all over your hands. Were you squeamish at all, all of- before? Before, probably. But now, definitely not. It's just like everything is just sort of like one thing. Thing. It doesn't really matter. You just want to get it done. Is your first name James? My first name is Jamie, but my mom started calling me James when I was a kid. Because that
0: was your modeling name. Yeah,
1: so I went by James King because that was the name that my mother mm-hmm. always used. And then when I started acting, I just really wanted a delineation, so I went back to my but now people call me both.
0: So it's kind of cool that you, your son's name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it's weird. When Jamie. we thought about that, it wasn't even like it wasn't supposed to be a reference. The only thing we had a reference to was the night. The night part which was because for Jedi Knight sure. or Knight for like in reference to my last name of King. So there was really just that was really the only name that was you know
0: how much was it almost James Jedi Newman?
1: Well, after we got past the fact that his name would not be Arsenal after the football team, <laughs> which legitimately our unborn child was going to be called Arsenal for about two years. After we got past that, then because you know, the
0: shortening of that is Ars, which exactly, is, yeah, which is not. But we
1: almost called him Arsenal after a football team. <laughs> What are some other
0: rejected names?
1: What were some other rejected names? I really liked the name Phoenix, but then my manager named his kid Phoenix, so I couldn't do that. And then, I mean, I'm
0: sure Jar Jar Newman was up Jar-Jar there. Jar ne- Jar
1: of course. <laughs> Wait, who is the character that Kyle hates loves so much?
0: Is it a Star Wars character? It's
1: a Star Wars character that he went on every single podcast and said was his favorite character, just to piss off, um, the director of the Clone Wars, uh, Dave Filoni. Oh, that's really funny. Oh my god, why can't I think of it? It'll come to me. It's some really random character that never got its own action figure until Kyle like went on to all these things, and now... Now it has, has an action own... figure? Yeah, this is going to drive me crazy. I have to text him and ask. Text him, ask I'm him. I'm going to.
0: What's that character you hate, love?
1: So, yeah. Speaking of Clone Wars, did you see it? I haven't seen season it yet. Season 6? I haven't seen Season 6 yet. It's so good. Is it good? How is it? It's great.
0: Clone Wars is rad. I, I just I always have to wait until... I mean, I I feel like even though we're working on different things, you fostering life and having a job, and me having a few jobs, <laughs> um, that uh, I'm always I'm always trying to catch up on stuff, and I always kind of have to wait until everything's done, done so that I can just like just like I bang it all at once.
1: That's how I feel too, especially when you're <laughs> shooting, you're working for like nine ten months a year. At least I am, and the amount of stuff that you have going on, it's hard to come home and focus on on one thing. You just like, you're just trying to sleep and like wake up and then get through your day. Yeah. And now on hiatus, I've just been like watching television like a crackhead. (laughs) I haven't even even watched all of my own series of of Clone Wars. I haven't watched the entire season six. I watched my arc and then I haven't seen like the rest of them yet because I have to get through everything. What are
0: you guys going to do knowing that kids are rebellious when James is like, Dad, Star Wars is dumb.
1: That's not going to (laughs) happen. It's not going to happen. We've already had this conversation about both things, about Arsenal and about Star Wars, because there's no way that this kid is not going to love Star Wars. I don't. I I legitimately think that my husband would like. It's just not. I was like, "What would you do?" He's like, "That's never going to happen. It just won't happen. It's in his blood."
0: I love the pop culture pressure shift that has changed from uh, generationally since before. You know, before it could be like, "Stop watching Star Wars and get a real job." Now it could be like. Stop trying to get a real job and, and watch and Star, and Wars. Star Wars. Finish Star
1: Wars, and no, then the entire EU, no all dessert,
0: of them. No dessert until you finish the oh Attack of the God.
1: Clones. Oh Seriously, it's crazy. No, his whole room is like Star Wars. So, were you a big Star Wars fan? But were you a big fan of this episode? I love Star Wars. It was my mom's favorite. My mom saw all the Star Wars like three times in the theater every time that they cam- came out, and I remember, I remember watching it. In front of the TV, but not the way that Kyle remembers it. Like, Kyle remembers seeing it in the theater. He remembers, like, the toys he played in his crib. I just sort of remember it in a way that it, it was, like, a part of our family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It felt like, a, like there was always something about Star Wars going on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just one of those... It's the only thing that's ever been created that truly is so universal that it transcends every age and every, like, race and no matter where you come from or how old you are, it, just, it will always, like, thrive and it will always be. And it's such an honor to be a part of that that universe. You know what I mean? Like, if you have nothing to talk about with someone, at least you can, for the most part, talk about Star Wars.
0: Yeah. So if you're... so if you're,
1: And if not, then we probably shouldn't be friends. If you're,
0: because, <laughs> so if you're just stuck and, and there's just, like, a weird gap, then you're just like, womp rats, huh? Like yes, just exactly, around, right? And you just get into a... Uh,
1: I've had two friends like confess like after a few years of knowing us. It's like they pull us aside and they say, I haven't really wanted to tell you this before, but I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> and it's like this confession that they've been waiting to like, say but haven't been able to because they would like, legitimately think that we wouldn't be their friends because they, haven't, they aren't obsessed with Star Wars the way, well, you my, know.
0: My girlfriend had never seen Star Wars, but it was because her dad did the special effects for it. And so she thought it was. Wait, who's her dad? John Dykstra.
1: Oh, really? And
0: so he did the. He won, he won the Oscar. Her parents' first date was to the Oscars where he won the Oscar for Star Wars. And so she'd never watched Star Wars because she thought it was really funny. And she loves, like, we met at a Doctor Who convention. So it's yeah. not like she doesn't understand yeah. that world. She just thought it was really funny that she could be like, haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> until I sat down and made, made her, her watch all of them. Made her watch it. Yeah. And how
1: did you. What order did you watch them in?
0: Uh, we just watched we just watched the episode four. Okay. We just watched episode four. And uh and she she really liked it. And it was fun to watch it because it's it's really hard to find someone who has not seen Star Wars that is it's, not over the age of thirteen. That's true. And so um uh so, you know, Chloe's fifteen, so it all no, totally <laughs> you know, <sighs> You. You, no, yeah. <laughs> no, but she, uh, but she actually, she really did, she really did enjoy it, and she, you know, she just.
1: She was showed... it a part of her world growing up? With like,
0: well, it was just a part of her dad's work. Yeah, like he worked on all these, all these movies He worked on you know, the original Battlestar, and he worked on yeah. S- Star Trek: The Motion Picture, and all these different movies. And so it was just all a part of her world, and it was just funny that that. Her rebellious teenage years were like, I'm not gonna watch fucking Star Wars. Like that's how she was. <laughs> Take kinda, that, Dad. Yeah, She's was kind of rebelling.
1: Against that's her dad. crazy. I know.
0: So it was, uh, it was really, really, really fun. And then fun for me to to watch it again with someone with fresh eyes,
1: right? Because I hadn't
0: really. I and mean, when you watch it, usually you're just like, oh, there's this part, and this part's great, and this part, yeah. To actually watch and be like, now. This is gonna, and this is why this is important. And look at oh, all so the It's so
1: true, yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Later, they would add some things to this. <laughs> but right now,
1: oh my God. It's untouched. I was trying to defend that the other day. Like, why do you have to add all this stuff? I was like, don't you understand? He didn't have the money then or the technology then. Do you see why it's important <laughs> for him to finish his masterpiece? And I was like, Wait! Uh, oh my God! I sound like <laughs> crazy.
0: I think it's good to take the other side. Though. Crazy. There's nothing wrong with that. Are you? Go- are, are you going to Comic Con this year? Are you going to any of the conventions?
1: I don't know. I usually go every single year, and I don't know how I wouldn't go. Yeah, I probably will actually, especially now that we have James. Yeah. He has to be at Comic Con.
0: You have you to, you know, before
1: the age of one. You got
0: to cosplay the baby. You got to yeah. do. uh got to do tiny Boba Fett. Baby tiny Fett, Boba Fett. Baby Fett.
1: I can go as my character, Singh, and he can go as Boba Fett. Yeah. That'd be perfect.
0: I think it would be. Just a little, just a tiny little baby backpack. Oh my God, and then so just cute. the little, little booties. And maybe don't put a helmet over a baby's face, but some. Um, but
1: you know what? I kind of like the idea of a helmet over his face considering the amount of germs at Comic-Con. Oh, when that's I think true. about like the, the, how germy it is there yeah. and sweaty.
0: Although and, truthfully. And germy and sweaty. Ba- I, think, I feel like babies are more likely to get people sick, aren't they? Because they just absorb everything. And then they. You I get don't sick know. A lot?
1: I I do, but that's because I work all the time around like a crew of people. Like we we can never get well because we're always working. <laughs> you, so every, like we so just funny. sort of pass the illnesses around. By the time it gets the time the
0: first person gets over it. It's true, and
1: it's, true. Get, and yeah, it's right do. back again. All that's all just way. the it's one <laughs> incestuous sickness. How rule. do
0: you uh, how do you maintain being a, a, a full time working mom? right with also a full-time working Job. dad
1: it's it's interesting it's i think you just start to um try not to judge yourself all the time you know what i mean or right. like have like a certain idea of the way that you think things are we don't have like someone watching our kids Full time, we have them for when we're working during the day. But like that was something that was really important to us: is that we wanted to raise our kid without like a lot of people around, and that we really wanted to be very involved. Which sometimes I feel like out here, a lot of people aren't. But it's definitely very intense. Like when you're shooting 12 to 16 hours a day, and then you just want to sleep, but you can't sleep because you, you know you want to be engaged with the baby. It's it's something that you learn how to do every single day. It's still so new. I don't really know, but he's so like loving and happy that. I think the, the main key for us is realizing that you don't have to like, leave him at home. You, know? you don't have to like, m- like give up your life. You make him a part of your life, and because of that, he'll grow up in a such a cool environment because he's already very social and very creative, and, and I think that's really great. You know?
0: Here's my plan, and I think it's actually a pretty cool one. Let's hear it. I feel like this is an Everyone Wins plan. So someday, maybe someday, I'll uh-huh. have a kid, and then right away, boarding school. Send him away. Largely ignore him.
1: There you go, that and works.
0: So, um, uh, and then it, you know, like it, at what at, age? I don't like know. Like preschool, four, whatever. Uh, and so, um, send him away. Uh, you know, every once in a while, send him some money or something. And really, just sort of establish like that I'm impenetrable. And of course, you know, whatever. <laughs> For a while, he'll be like, "What did I do wrong?" And you know, but that's just part of the process.
1: Then you send him money for a therapist so he can work through his abandonment issues. And well, he-
0: here's 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 the big thing at the end. So so this whole time he's getting a great education. He's learning to bond with others. I get my free time back, <laughs> and uh, and then when he's like seventeen or eighteen, I come in, and and then he's like, "Fuck you, man! You didn't give me anything all those years," and I go. Or did I give you the greatest gift of all, independence? I've loved you the entire time, and then he's so overwhelmed because he didn't know because he never
1: had you. That it was just like, and oh he's, my he's like aching for any sort of like, attention totally from get you. It now. Yes, absolutely. I know
0: how to tie all these fancy knots and stuff that I learned at boarding school. Oh my gosh. And I had all these semi-gay experiences, so now I'm super <laughs> open-minded. Isn't
1: that more like Eagle Scouts? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think they teach you do how to like. <laughs> Tight, cool knots at boarding school. It's Eagle Scouts boarding school for the, you know, semi-gay. Let's let
0: the school decide the curriculum, Jamie.
1: okay. Let's do that. And the social (laughs) curriculum. Yes. And the sexual preferences. Yes, it'll be
0: fine. It'll be (laughs) totally fine. Whatever he is, I'll totally love and accept him from that point on, and then we'll have a great relationship. And then by that point, I don't have to fucking have him come home. He's independent. He can get his own job because he knows how to to handle and make his way in the world. This is a good plan. He
1: can start a really amazing Etsy company tying knots. That's
0: right. <laughs> Nazi. He'll start. Nazi.
1: Nuts. Oh, oh wait, no, that's bad. God. No, that's bad.
0: And actually, he should not start Nazi. Uh, it's K-N-O-T-S-Y. It did not take <laughs> off <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> it was a site where you could just get finely crafted knots.
1: <laughs> oh no, it either God. has
0: to be... It can You can't just be <laughs> selling a retail knot. It has to be a knot that you made or a vintage knot. That's how yes, it works. Yes, yeah. of
1: course. <laughs> ben Quaterneros. <laughs> uh,
0: so did did you uh, did you was this the kind of thing that you said? Oh, I really want to have kids soon, or did it happen sooner than you planned, or what? No, how... I've
1: always wanted to have. I mean, we always wanted to have a kid, but I think that we were always trying to plan it for, like, hiatus or, like, plan it around, like, our careers or our life. And then and then eventually we were like, we can't try and control everything. Yeah. And then when that happened, it was, you know, I got pregnant.
0: But do you feel um, – because people always say, like, well, there's never a time and you never – most people never say that they're ready and then it happens and then – the moment that you gave birth, were you like, oh, this is what, this is totally the thing. You know, because I have ma- male friends, female friends, and, the, and it's, as soon as they see their child, they're like, this is what I was meant to do. You know? I
1: felt that way when I was pregnant, and then by the time I had the baby, because I was in labor for 26 hours,
0: oh, and,
1: my, and because Kyle was shooting his movie, my two best friends were, thank God, with me. And You're the,
0: very understanding.
1: Well, I mean, what do you say? Like, it's, you want to support, like, yeah. I'm not going to say you can't go do this amazing film that, you know, you worked really hard on just because I just, I don't know. I think that's the reason why our marriage works is because we understand that someone's very creative and that he would always be there no matter what. And he's a, a good man yeah. that if he could, but that's the hard thing about, you know, Hollywood It's like getting a movie greenlit with amazing actors and an amazing script takes so much time. And then it just goes when it goes. And if you miss that window, it was literally like, I remember the day that he came home, he was like, if Sam Jackson, um, if the baby comes between this day and this day, I, I really actually won't be able to come home because Sam Jackson can only shoot on this date and this date. And I was like, oh, my God, my pregnancy is like literally being dictated by Sam Jackson's Come on, Sam. Dates. On the movie right now. Like, but legitimately, that was it. So I remember praying every night, like, please, God, let the baby come this time or after this time, but not when Sam Jackson is shooting the movie. <laughs> please, God.
0: Sam, please, can I just have this off so I can go see the birth of my child? Oh, uh, I don't know. I Someone just said I could go play the Augusta course this weekend oh, in Georgia. My God. I,
1: no, please. I took an Uber. I took an Uber to the hospital when I went into labor. I, I was like, this is like a quintessential like LA experience right now. I hope now. you gave that guy five stars. I and called a freaking Uber. <laughs> and he drove me all the way up to labor and delivery. He was amazing. That's five cool. stars. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uber helped me deliver my baby.
1: <laughs> it was so crazy. No, is... but when I had the baby, it was so like... By the time he came out, it was, I thought it was going to be like angels singing and like the heavens opening up and like, ah, and it was more like, uh, like my body, my head, like everything was just like. Why am I not seeing stars? And why are the angels not singing? why do I not? Because like they're like, hey, they put the baby on my chest, and it was like the most amazing thing in the whole world. And it's not that it wasn't the most amazing; it, it was more like my whole experience being pregnant. I felt that connection, but by, like the trauma of birth was so overwhelming to me. And like hoping that he would make it back in time—that yeah. it was just like.
0: You know, they have like medical Ubers called ambulances, and they that's do. like a.
1: I don't know why I didn't think about that. <laughs> it's like, you can Maybe call Maybe the are so dramatic. so <laughs> low You know, and so everybody would know, you well, know. I'm in
0: labor. Should I, get, should I splurge for the SUV this time? <laughs> I know. It's like uh, 25% Uber X or SUV. Hmm.
1: Mm. Hello, I'm yeah. trying to find your address. <laughs> I My water broke. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then you get the message I like, can Uber unexpectedly canceled. I know, oh <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel changed as a as a post baby Jamie King somehow more enlightened or do you see the world differently oh, or yeah what, what happens
1: oh my god totally It's what happens is that you can't be caught in like your own shit anymore like your head it can't be about you and so anytime I start to like freak out or I'm worrying about like a deadline or this or that or the other it's you look at this kid and you realize that all you have is that that one moment that's in front of you, you know, they just bring you back to the present and I just don't really know how to describe it. It's just, it's really amazing. It's really amazing.
0: And what, uh, is there any advice that you have for someone who's about to have a baby having just gone through it that you wish you had known?
1: It's interesting because I remember when, after I had the baby, I got really pissed at a lot of my friends because it was like they didn't really describe what it was actually like. <laughs> they didn't really tell you. They kind of tell you, but they don't really tell you. And then I understand now why they don't really tell you everything. Because if they really told you everything, you probably would think that you wouldn't be able to handle it until it actually happens and then you just do. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, it's just it's just a really strange thing.
0: There's a lot of historical data to support that uh, people do survive – having kids. Yes. Because we're here. Otherwise we wouldn't be here. That's right.
1: <laughs> but when you're going through, going through it, sometimes you literally feel like, "Oh my god, I don't know if I'm going to make it" because you're so sleep deprived, like you're so sleep deprived, you're so tired, you're so freaked out, but at the same time it's like you're also the most elated, most enlightened, most happy. Like it's all of like it's like polar opposites all happening in one gigantic like explosion at the same time. So it's really it's really amazing.
0: How does he do at night? Does he is he sleeping through the night or is he? Does he uh, it
1: depends on the day. Sometimes he'll sleep, and then right when he starts sleeping through the night, something happens, and then he's not you know typical.
0: <laughs> are you guys gonna? Are you gonna go for more or is this? Are you good for a while?
1: Yeah, we're gonna go for more, but not for a little bit.
0: <laughs> we're gonna go for. We're gonna do more. Well, because so what I hear is that because uh, I have friends who have a kid, and it's like oh my god, it's the most amazing. I'll have a second one and be like. They just activate each I other. I know, right? All night long. Yes. Why yes. Didn't
1: my parents tell me. Or you have one kid like ours, which is like happy all the time and super awesome and like very easy. You can bring him anywhere. And then like your second kid is like some sort of terror, like nightmare, like colicky and mean and like hates life and never sleeps and like sick all the time. Like that's what I hear a lot. It's like you have one like angel and one like devil spawn. Right. And then you're like, oh god, what did I do? <laughs> <By> like- <laughs>
0: It's baby roulette. You don't know. It, it is
1: baby. It legitimately, is baby you roulette. Know. You don't know.
0: You don't know. You get you know you get one amazing kid and then just like fucking Damien Thorne. Yes, is the other one.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: who wants to bring about the resurrection of the Antichrist? Oh and then like, God. what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do with that information?
1: You don't. You just do. As
0: a mother, you just have to love them no matter what. Yeah. Um. What is your uh, What are your days like now? You You said you're you're just getting to relax a little bit and watch them.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go up to Skywalker tomorrow ranch and nice. I'm gonna take a vacation. That is my ritual every time I rap, and so I'm gonna continue the ritual and bring the baby there. So that'll be nice. But like now, it's really just trying to like. I, I still really don't feel like I'm wrapped, because ever since I've been wrapped, I've been doing press for Clone Wars and the show and everything. So today is like my final thing, and then I'm just gonna like chill.
0: You don't look crazed. Really? You look normal.
1: Good. Then my, uh, my not, acting skills are coming into there play. There are not
0: bags under your eyes. You don't seem frazzled. Yeah. The your your eyes aren't red and Good. watery. Good. Um, you don't seem like you want to tear anyone's face off. Like you seem you seem okay.
1: Thank you. I Is, think it's an inner experience sometimes. <laughs> but it sounds you know? like. It sounds
0: like your sounds like your parents are pretty cool though. So whatever. No, whatever. my
1: parents are so awesome, and no, honestly though, it's, it's challenging as it is. Sometimes I feel very grateful, and I do feel balanced, and I feel like I have like the best of of everything I could ever want in my life. I get to do what I love to do, and then I have a beautiful child, and and now I have time to just hang with him and be with him, and it's it's all good.
0: When uh, so, just going back a little bit when on attack of the show i said and model and you went ugh what was it about that experience that was ugh
1: that's a good question um i think um,
0: is it just being referred to that way uh, yes, yes, because of i don't of like the, that because it's the it stigma
1: was, yeah i think there i think probably because i had to work so hard to get past um, you know, when I went from modeling to acting, nobody had really done it successfully at that time. Like, now a lot of people do it. It's sort of, like, interchangeable, like, within the world. But then, really, nobody had done it. And so it was kind of... Um, you know it was it was really intense to have to go into a room and show someone that you actually had like the ability and the talent and but because you were some famous model they judged like you. they judged you and when you actually did bring it and then I started getting cast in a lot of really great things it was such a relief for me because I was so terrified that like I would mess it up somehow you know what I mean that I would but and and I knew that I could never go back to modeling and I was I quit it when I was in my prime of doing it and I was still really young and making so much money but I quit because I didn't feel like I was learning anything and I didn't grow up to want to be a model I wanted to either be a director or a writer or, or a photographer or a filmmaker or something like that you is, know? That, and what, so, is that what
0: you gravitate toward is like as long as I'm learning something that's where I should be
1: always Always. It doesn't matter what it is in my life. It's always that way. You know? And so I kind of get this feeling when I get to a place where I don't feel like I'm learning anymore that it's really hard for me because I know I'll never be able to stay complacent within that. And sure. that's sort of a blessing and a curse because it's what pushes me forward to do a lot of different things. But it's also the thing where I know that I can't live a life that's just like here. You know? Yeah, it's learning
0: just, is growth and complacency is death. Yeah. Or at least it's the beginning of death, yes. I think. Yes. You always have to be. Is there Absolutely. anything else other than child rearing that you're learning right now that you're into?
1: Um, I'm still really into just writing and directing like I've been writing since I was a kid but now that I'm on hiatus that's really what I'm going to be focusing on is... you're
0: going to make something is Kyle going to direct it what's going to happen
1: oh we'll see I directed a short film a year ago and um, I, Kyle and I direct music videos together and write music videos together. We did "Summertime Sadness" with Lana Del Rey, and we did "We Are the Fallen," and we did we do a bunch of different ones. So I want to do that on hiatus and and focus. I'd rather do that than just go take a movie just to take a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, and but I, I always have to be making something. If I'm not, I start to feel like I'm going crazy.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a good gene to have. It's a fire in the belly. It
1: is. It is.
0: Because when you just sit around, it just, I, I would go fucking crazy if I, I just had to sit.
1: Like, that's why it's hard for me to even go to a beach. And then I'm like, what's wrong with me? I can't even relax when I'm on a beach. When I'm on a beach, I'm like... Here's me in a museum. Well, I'm watching Game of Thrones, like, in Mexico, like, losing it because I can't get, <laughs> like, the feed or the connection where he's like, you're on a beach. Like, why do you need to watch Game of Thrones? I know, so I, get it. it's a in the morning, I get it. beach, I get it. I'm like, no, you don't understand.
0: Here's, here's, me, here's me in a museum. I'm a very frustrating person to go to museums because I basically, I, I walk really fast and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, got it, got it. And, and I'm appreciating it on a really you know, like I'm. I'm. It's just that I'm not stopping to go look at the use of yes, yes. Because it's just like I got it. I got like I'm yes. trying to appreciate everything on such a hyperspeed level Absolutely. and just absorb it all at once. Yes. Um. I hope that doesn't mean I'm a shallow person, but it no, just no. It just it
1: means ju- you look at things. on But a just like at a at a beach, I get like scale.
0: 15 minutes at a beach. I'm like ah.
1: All right, I know me too, I'm the same way. <laughs> but do you judge yourself for it ever? Do you ever find yourself like, is there something wrong with me that I can't like just sit and enjoy being on a beach?
0: I judge myself constantly. Uh, so, but for that, I guess I just feel like, well, eh, that's how I am, and you know, I don't know. I do appreciate it. I just don't need...
1: like the sun, I don't like the sun very much.
0: <laughs> well, I don't like the sun because I burn yeah I get because sick. we're the whitest people in the world, and we, we get just, so skin Caucasian. I don't and think it gets any more sunburns and no, this is pretty white. yeah, this
1: whole thing is like.
0: Super duper. Nazi.com. K-N-O-T-S-Y. <laughs> On Etsy.com. It's <laughs> not my Etsy shop. Like Nazi. <laughs> um, I know you have to, you have to go do... Uh, you're, you're, they're saying you have to go. Do you have to go do uh, kids kid kid thing? You have to go be with your child? And... Ben
1: Quadraneros. Oh,
0: he was the character that...
1: Yes, you know what character.
0: Wrapping it up in the yes. end.
1: Ben Quadraneros. He's like Qui-Gon Jinn. I was like, no. Wasn't ben Qui-Gon. Quad- no, he's like... I think it was Qui-Gon Ben pod racer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he write? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Nice. I'm so sorry I was a few minutes late. It's okay. It's the unfortunate it's the good side bad side to like be, uh, be, well, just being a producer on something where it's everyone's looking at you and going, "Hey, how are you going to very Again, exactly like raising a child. It's not exactly like raising a child. Exactly like raising a child.
1: It is. It is kind of. It is. It's because like sort raising, of. It's like it's something that's living and it's breathing and it, that you're responsible for. That's it. That's it's constantly just constantly changing. You never know what's going to happen. It's, it's just the that there's a
0: being or a group of beings who look at you and go,
1: what now? Exactly. And you're like, um, I don't know. Except it's like 200 versus one or like a large group and a lot of money.
0: The needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. Yes. Or the few. Just to mix up our Trek and Wars uh, (laughs) references at the same time, Um, it is delightful to have you on. Please come back, and I hope that we all get to hang out again at some time. Every time we say this, and then a year goes by, but I think that's unfortunately how life works when you're a grown-up. But you have to make we have to make 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 plans. Yeah, we will. All right. Uh, Thanks, Jamie King.
1: Thank you. Enjoy burrito, everyone.
0: Oh, Oh, did you want to plug a thing
1: while you were here? Oh, yeah. Watch The Clone Wars Season 6 on Netflix. Yeah, guys. And watch Heart of Dixie on Fridays. Excellent. And what else? And watch Sin City 2 when it comes out in August. Oh, yeah, Sin City (laughs) 2. Fucking red.
0: I'm excited for that. You're done. You're all done. Yeah, of course, it comes out in August. Anything you want to tell us before you go about it? About what? Sin City 2.
1: I legitimately like don't even know what it's gonna look like. When I I was the first person on the first day, and there was wall. nobody cast in the movie, so I acted to five <laughs> pieces of tape, and I'm not kidding you. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt came up to me at the Critics Choice Award, and he's like, "So we just did a movie together?" I was like. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> I had no idea what he was talking about. I played a piece about. of tape, like legitimate. Like it was like they're like, okay, this is this person just use the hand. So the eighties walking around with the hand, and I'm like, uh, and I'm acting with myself, and the like, and it was just, I have no idea what it's gonna look like, but I'm sure it's gonna be amazing. Well,
0: you can watch it like the rest of us and discover whatever it is together. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, good to see you. You too. Tell Kyle I said hi.
1: I will. The end. Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Welcome to Pura. The most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the Outerlands. There's no crime in Pura.